The Swain Event Podcast is brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. There are over 100 million pieces of litter on our beautiful Tennessee roadways, and TDOT spends $19 million a year picking it up. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. Touchdown or Turnover is backed by Alcorton Federal Credit Union, a place where you belong. Couldn't wait for this touchdown turnover, Ben. I cannot wait. Tennessee, Villanova, tomorrow. Do we see Kennedy Chandler drop 20 points on the Wildcats' head? And Villanova has been a place. Ever since Jay Wright has been there, they've had awesome guard play. They've had awesome guard play. I have not seen a Villanova team that has had bad guard play. They've always had good guard play. Do we see the freshman phenom, Kennedy Chandler, first-round pick, coming up here in a couple months? Do we see him drop 20 in this basketball game, touchdown or turnover? I'll say touchdown. I think he has a coming out party. He's he's had a coming out party to Tennessee fans, but I think he has a coming out party nationally. And after tomorrow afternoon, I think nationally people will be talking about him. Uh, Villanova ranks 61st in adjusted defense, according to Ken Palm. It's a small sample size. Uh, but so far, the defense has not been great. Part of that is giving up 100 to UCLA in overtime. Uh, so I, I do recognize that. But I, I think Kennedy Chandler is going to be a focal point of the offense. And I, I say touchdown. I think he gets to 20. Yeah, the way he's shooting the basketball. Gives, so, gives me so nice right Yeah, now. give me the confidence to say touchdown here. And, and the way he's getting to the rim. I mean, he's yes. doing anything and everything he wants right now. It's touchdown for me, man. Now, Andy Katz, basketball. He's been covering basketball since I was a kid. He picked Villanova in this game. He says, I like Villanova. Well, that's because he's the worst national media member covering (laughs) college basketball. He says, I like Villanova. I I think Tennessee isn't there yet. Shut up. He says, Kenny Chandler still has some time to develop going against very experienced backcourt. Villanova had a 10-point lead on UCLA on the road in a packed uh, Pauly Pavilions, and so he just feels like Villanova's going to to get the win here. And you know, Villanova's been battle tested more than Tennessee so far this season. I wouldn't be surprised, but I think Kenny Chandler is going to be ready to go. He is not a normal freshman. He is not a normal f- freshman. 
skill set wise, yes, but his maturity, his demeanor on the court, he doesn't get too high, doesn't get too low, and he hasn't really had a reason to get too high, too low in the first two games. But that's his demeanor, demeanor from what I've seen, and I don't expect it to change in this football, ugh, in this basketball game this, this weekend. See, I told you, in football mode. I'm trying to get out of football mode. I was watching basketball last night. I was like, ah, oh, this is weird. But I would not watch Louisville Duke. I, I could not watch that. Why? Wow. I don't like to watch Coach Cuts, Coach Cuts team stink. That's fair. I, I, I don't want to remember Coach Cut coaching a stinky team. Three they, eight. they stink. They got beat 62 to 22. Is Coach Cut's time coming to an end? I think it might be. I, I, it was hard to see. You it's know, hard to watch. When Alex Golish gets a, a head coaching job, Coach Heifel's going to need a offense coordinator. Man, Coach Cut about to sit down somewhere. That's what he about to do. And he deserves it. He did as he did as much as he can do there at Duke. He was awesome at Duke. Yep. Yep. And and I, you know, I even thought about pulling up my Action Two Four Seven app. And you can do the same thing. All you have to do, download the app, and for first-time customers, you get a 100% match on your first deposit up to $400. You can do that. But I thought about doing that last night, getting on my Action 247 uh, app and putting in a bet on the Louisville Duke game. (sighs) I just couldn't. I couldn't do it, man. As bad as Duke was and I knew Louisville would win, I couldn't bet against Coach Cut like that, man. I couldn't do it. It's hard to see Coach Cut struggle the way that he's struggling right now at Duke. But you understand it. Come on, it's Duke. I mean, what That's right. It's not Coach Cut's fault. It's Duke's fault because I mean, Duke is terrible at football. They are. They are. I mean, Nothing he, to do with, with Coach Cut. He it's did all as, Duke. He did as much as he can do at Duke. He's done as much as he can do. It was tough to see that game, so I had to turn away from it. I turned away from it early. I was like, I can't see Coach Cut like this. My touchdown or turnover for you is if Kennedy Chandler gets to 20 points, Tennessee wins. Turnover. Because I, I, don't, I don't hate her. Well, I don't think it's just about Kennedy Chandler getting 20 points. In games like this, you gotta have you gotta have more guys. You gotta have more help. So, yeah, Kennedy can get twenty, but what is what is Viscovi going to do? How is he going to shoot the basketball? What about Josiah Jordan James? He can't have one of those nights where, you know, he is absent from the score um, column, the points column. What about you know, Fulkerson? I mean, Villanova has played in games where they're getting up to the nineties and the hundreds. So that means. Where's the other 80 points coming from? Or the other 70 or 60 points? So just because Kennedy goes for 20 doesn't mean that Tennessee's going to win the game. So I'm I'm going turnover. No, I, I'm with you. Just because he gets to 20 doesn't mean he wins the game. Santiago, like you pointed out, he's going to have to do his thing. He's going to take a lot of shots. Are they going in? Folky, he's, he's going to take shots. Olivier, Josiah, Victor. Justin Powell, the, those guys are going to 
put up shots as well? Or are those guys making shots just because Kennedy gets to 20 doesn't mean that those other guys have, have been successful? I do think it is a good sign, though, if Kennedy gets to 20. Yeah, I mean, you know, Giant Juice, Jusain, who just balled out last year in the tournament, just came out of nowhere uh, and basically took over the tournament. And he, he's a Kentucky transfer from the West Coast. So he goes back he goes back home, and he puts on a show there at UCLA during the tournament. But he had 25 uh, against Villanova in their, in their win. Now, he also had another player from UCLA go for 21. And then you had two other players go um, and hit double digits. So my point is, like, yeah, Kenny Chandler can go and get you 20 points, but you need more help. Uh, that and that game was eighty six to seventy seven, uh, and that was an overtime game. So that's a lot of points. That's a lot of points. Now, if it's a low scoring game, then maybe you can get away with just Kennedy going for twenty and then no one else uh, having to put in equal to you know close to that number. But I doubt that's going to be the case. Lenovo shoots it. Uh, well from three, I think there's going to be some, a lot of points th- scored in this game. Uh, and Tennessee shoots the ball well. So I don't think this is going to be a low-scoring game at all, uh, which Viscovi, Josiah, uh, we're going to need those guys to, to shoot the ball well from, from the outside. Justin Powell, we need them shots to go in. All right, who's on the phone? D.R. Vaughn? Mm-hmm. D.R. Vaughn, Good morning. Good morning, guys. I am uh, fired up, focused, and prepared. Uh, I'm a little oh, over 24 hours of eating dead end. You sound like you sound like Coach Former on that one. I'll probably look like him when I'm done with it. You already do look like him. Uh, that's uh, that's not accurate. Fired Ooh. up, focused, and prepared. That, like I'm not kidding. That was exactly what he said. I forgot what year it was. Uh, I think it might have been my sophomore year. Sounded like more of a butchism, if you ask me. No, that was that was no, that was the message plan. that year. Fired, focused, and prepared. That was the message that year. What time are you going to be there tomorrow? Well, I'm trying to time it honestly around the uh, Nova game because I was just going to watch it there. So you're driving from West Tennessee, and you think you're going to time something up? You got to drive. Yeah, through I know that, that has not worked the last three times we've come down there. Freaking. I-40, man. Yeah. God awful. You ain't timing nothing up. It would time you up. I'm not as as bad as Chattanooga. No, 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 that's true. I'm trying to get there early. You know, I'm bringing my kids, and I'm trying to get them into Tennessee football, so we're going to do a lot of kid-friendly stuff. They want to go to the mall, and and then my son asked if we're going to go to the banana pudding place, which is what he calls dead end. So, yeah, we're going to the banana pudding place. That works. So I'm definitely going with the chicken wings this time, which my buddy said they look more like turkey legs because of how big they were last time. You get your wings worth, man. You ain't kidding. Uh, but, uh, Ben, uh, to answer your question, I'll let you know when I get there. Well, as far as Nova, have they played anybody? I, 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 I like to watch games by myself so people don't distract me, especially people with two kids. Uh, I'd, I'd rather just sit at the house and – and watch by myself. So, don't worry about it. That's fair. But I will be bringing iPads. And, Swain, do you think he watches them by himself because he just doesn't, doesn't have friends? <laughs> Who's that, Ben? Yeah. Uh, Probably. All his, remember, all his yeah. friends are Bama fans, so they won't be interested oh, in Oh, yeah. They're not going to watch our game anyway. <laughs> what time is Ole Miss Has Bill never played anybody of relevance this year? <laughs> what would you say? 
said, has uh, Villanova played anybody of relevance this year? UCLA. UCLA. Yeah, UCLA was you know top top five team. They're actually number two in the country right now. All, all I know is I hope I see Euros being the best teammate on the sideline and not not on the court during this game. <laughs> Tomorrow, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't I don't know if this game is is um, I don't know if Euros is built for this type of game. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, well, last thing, Swain, will you be doing your show tomorrow? I didn't know if y'all would because we're playing USA. Oh yeah, every 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 game, man. Especially every home game, okay. we'll be right at the same spot, man. Gate twenty one, big orange countdown. It'll be, this week it'll be uh, me and Chris Brown. Awesome. We'll be over there. We we actually got great tickets uh, from Nelson from Jackson. He is a he's a good man. I don't care what anybody says about him. So we actually got to go in that gate. So I will see y'all tomorrow, guys. Y'all right. good day. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah, I need Uros to get on in there and bang around a little bit and be smart. Now, Villanova only shot the ball 67% from the free throw line uh, against against UCLA. UCLA. And wasn't that hot? Um, they haven't been that great from the free throw line. You would think a team that shoots the ball so great from the three-point line would be a little bit better from the free throw line. Um so great from the three point line they would be better from the free throw line, but they 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 haven't been so far. And UCLA was dang near ninety percent from the three from the uh, free throw line in that in that basketball game. So uh, that's going to be key, man. Got to make those got to make those free throws. That's what killed Tennessee in that exit against Purdue in the tournament a couple of years ago. Got to make those free throws. What's up? Touchdown or turnover? You are more excited for the two basketball games this weekend than the football game. Uh. Touchdown. Definitely more excited. UFVFLs will be very disappointed. What? FVFLs will be very disappointed. What's FVFLs? They may even take your FVFL card away from you. What's an FVFL? Football ball for life. Oh, God. We're not doing that. We ain't doing that. We ain't doing that. We ain't doing that. I mean, I, I know we're not Chris, breaking them down Chris to subcategories. We're not doing that. The Orange Mamba would be very happy and proud of you. Mm-mm, we're not doing that. It's VFLs. FVFL. And then when I saw like... Um, what about LVFL for Lady Ball? For like when, I, when I saw the LVFL, at first I was like, why? Everybody's, everybody's evolved. But I said, okay. If you want to add an L on it, it's, it's a little weird, but go go for it. How's it weird? Lady Ball for Life. They're the Lady Vols. They're not Vols. They are Vols. They're just ladies. Lady Vols? That's fine. If you want to add another letter on it, that's cool. You know what's crazy? Lady Vols is more well-known than Vols. Nationally. 865-255-03. Go to break. Go to break. Go to break now. I mean right now. Right now. It's Friday. I'm not letting this thing get silly. I'm keeping this thing in bounds. 865-255-03. Be right back. While the other guys are taking guesses, the Swain event is taking you behind the scenes and in the huddle every morning from 7 to 10 right here. When you start your own business, you know that branding can make or break a new venture. That's why Swain event relies on 42nd Street. 
42nd Street is a strategy agency focused on finding creative, open-minded, results-driven solutions to brand design. After over a decade of operations in East Tennessee, the brand architects at 42nd Street have the experience and creative know-how to ensure the success of your business branding, logo, web presence, and more. To see a real-life example of their amazing work, you can check out our website at SwainEvent.com. Don't trust the branding of your business to just anyone. Check out my friends at 42nd Street online at 42st.com or give them a call at 865-382-7007. 42nd Street, brand, strategy, design. Voted Best Barbecue in City View Magazine and a Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant in the Country, Dead End is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of Quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering and local delivery with Valet Gourmet. That's right, you can have Dead End brought to you. Can't think of the spread for your next event? Get Dead End to cater it. Check them out online, deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. More and more Tennessee businesses are switching to Iris Networks for reliable, local, high-quality, high-speed business fiber internet. Iris provides direct internet access from 10 megs to 10 gigs with no payments for 90 days. Iris also offers next-generation business phones with work-from-anywhere capability from the mobile or laptop app. With local sales, support, and service, Iris is a partner in the community. Learn more at irisnetworkusa.com or call 865-448-IRIS. Iris Networks, a Tennessee business connecting Tennessee businesses. Fellas, when it's time to freshen up that wardrobe, there's only one play to make, and that's to go see my friends at Mark Nelson Denim in downtown Knoxville. Find the latest in small batch denim in the heart of Knoxville. Denim isn't all they do, though. Mark Nelson also does custom suiting and blazers. Let your personal style shine with Mark Nelson. If you don't have time to go shopping for yourself but still want that fresh look, then sign up for the NN Society. Let the experts handle the shopping and get $300 worth of merchandise for just $150 every other month. That's six times per year to keep you looking styling every day. Let Mark Nelson Denim help you be the best you. Because when you look good, you feel good. Go to Mark Nelson Denim. Hey there, Swain Event listeners. I'm excited to share my new Keller Williams Realty app so you can tour homes without leaving yours. Not only can you search for homes in specific areas and neighborhoods, you can also have access to real-time market snapshots on stats like average home price and days on market, plus commute times from your office, school zones, and much more. Download my app today and get the most accurate information on buying, selling, and investing in real estate in your area. Just search for the Keller Williams Realty app and click on more in the lower right-hand corner. Type in Jennifer Morris in the Your Agent search bar, then save and you're set. And as always, feel free to reach out at 865-257-7897 or email me at jennifermorris865 at gmail.com. Before we get to the top of the hour, we have around the SEC. 
Flint Event Fuel by Dead End Barbecue. That is the space to be this weekend. As you are coming into town, the game is at 7.30. Tennessee, South Alabama. You can't leave without hitting up Dead End Barbecue. Can't leave without going. It's a top 100 barbecue restaurant in America. Bernie Mac. Mac Attack, which one are you going with? Ribs. Oh, you're going ribs. You're going ribs. You're going today, right? Yep. I'm going today. So you're going Shire ribs Rob. today. I'm going to hold you to it, man. I'm, I'm going to hold you I'm, to it because you know you be getting the cold feet. You be, getting, you be talking big. You yeah, I'm this a... last time when I got the meatloaf. No. Yes. But you thought about it. You thought about it. Yeah. But I had the Mac Attack earlier this week, so I'm, I'm not going to be craving my, my usuals because I've, I've already been this week. So I get the ribs today. You're not even think about it. When the, when the waitress or waiter comes up, you're not going to go, well, no, nah, man, nope. I've been thinking in about fact, this. As soon as she is, she or he is seating me, I'll take the ribs now. Before you even put in your drink order. Yeah. All right, all right, we'll see. We'll see. All right, time for around the SEC, Ben. What you got? I uh, want to run through the games that are taking place this week. There are a lot of non-conference games. Charleston Southern at Georgia. Prairie View at Texas A&M. Eddie Georgia's Tennessee State team at Mississippi State. New Mexico Mm. State at Kentucky. R.I.P. Eddie Georgia. South Alabama at Tennessee. UL Monroe at LSU. LSU 29-point favorites in that game. Kicks off at 9 p.m. 9 p.m. Could be worse for old, old Tennessee. 9 p.m.? Yes, I thought 7.30 was bad. Not granted, that's 8 o'clock local time. But still. Yeah, but, but still. Uh, in terms of the SEC games, or the conference games, Arkansas, Alabama is the big one this weekend at 3.30 on CBS. What does your action sports line say that the Arkansas Alabama game is this week? That's a big game. The CBS game. Arkansas seven and three. Alabama nine and one. Yeah, I'm look that's what that's the game I'm looking at. Uh Alabama's favored by twenty one and the over under is at fifty eight and a half here on action two four seven. Twenty one points. 21 points. You think Bama will cover? It's at home. I do. I do think they will cover. This is a time of the year where Nick Saban's going to be on his team about playing efficiently. Um, that offense is, is potent for Alabama. I just I think they find a way to cover at home. It's a big line, but. Yeah, I just. I don't. I don't feel strongly either way about this football game. That that's one that I might not touch. I may. I may just let let that one be because yeah, I, gonna... I can see Alabama covering. I can see Arkansas covering. What what Alabama team shows up? Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna touch it. Yeah, I, but I am gonna touch Florida, Missouri, on the road. Are the Gators? Both teams five and five. Four p.m. kick on the SEC Network. I think Missouri wins this football game. Yeah, Florida is favored by nine and a half. Yeah, give me Missouri all day long. With that rush defense, 
against Tyler Beatty and, and the way Tyler Beatty's been running the football, I'll take Missouri to cover. Easy. Easily. I, I think Missouri wins outright. Yeah, I actually picked Missouri to win because I just I, – I think I think Florida's, Florida's uh, football team and program right now is in disarray. Um, I think I think Missouri's going to take advantage of that. So, I mean, I, I would pick Missouri to, to win. But betting wise, I would just pick Mizzou to cover to be to be careful. So I'm picking Mizzou to cover the nine and a half points. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. The other other two games: Auburn at South Carolina, seven o'clock on ESPN. This game is very interesting because Bo Nix is not going to be the starting quarterback. T.J. Finley will be the starting quarterback, but it is on the road. And how about last year when? T.J. Finley started for LSU. His first start was against South Carolina. And this year, when he starts for the first time at Auburn for a different SEC West team, it's against South Carolina. Yeah, here on Action 247, and again, for new customers only, 100% match on your first deposit up to $400. I have Auburn favored by 7.5 points. The over-under is at 44-and-a-half, and Auburn is – money line is um, minus 345. So, who are you going with? <laughs> Dude, South Carolina is so up and down. I know. I'm th- I, I don't feel confident whatsoever, but I'm going to take Carolina to cover. Yeah, that's, that was what I was thinking. I think Auburn's offense is going to struggle. I think I think they will too, because so, it's a new dynamic. T.J. Finley is not a big runner, um, and that's where Auburn's offense is able to to put some pressure on the defense, and they won't have the element this this week. I think Carolina gets a chance to bounce back. They're playing at home. Obviously, Carolina plays differently at home. So, my initial reaction was to take Carolina covering in this one, the seven and a half points. The last conference game of the weekend. Vanderbilt. Mm-hmm. This is a huge line. At number 12, Ole Miss, 7.30 p.m. on the SEC Network. 2-8 and eight versus 8-2. and two. This line is huge, man. What, a, what, is, what do the folks at Action have the line at? 36 and a half. And I'll take Ole Miss to cover. <laughs> 36 and a half. You know why I would take Ole Miss to cover because this Vanderbilt huge line? Hmm? Because Vanderbilt is trash. That is the number one reason, Ben. But there's other reasons. There's one, 1A, one 1B, one 1C. One, one one a B. would be Matt Corral is still making a Heisman Trophy push. Still trying to get to New York. I don't think he wins it, but still with a nice performance in this one against Mississippi State. And he at least gets, try to help him. Yes, yes. He at least gets to New York. That's number one. That's one. Excuse me. That's one A. One B is Lane Kiffin is trying to dominate, create headlines, and keep his name as relevant as possible because he wants his name in these head coaching vacancy talks. At the very minimum, he gets more money at Ole Miss. But I think he wants to leave and go somewhere else. He's been linked with Miami, and I've been talking about this potential match uh, between Miami and Lane Kiffin for weeks and weeks and weeks now. 
I think it will be a good match. But I think Lane Kiffin's going to try to hang a hundred on Vanderbilt. It is at night, it's a seven thirty PM game. So people will be watching, at least for the beginning. So yeah, I'm taking Ole Miss to, to cover, especially at home too. Yep. It's a big line, but I'm still taking it. I probably put it like in a parlay or something. Yep, those are the the big games this week. Uh, the only three non-conference games that have lines are New Mexico State and Kentucky. Kentucky around a 36-point favorite. South Alabama, Tennessee. Tennessee around a 28-point favorite. And then UL, Monroe, LSU. LSU around a 29-point favorite. So not a, not a great week for football. Outside of the Arkansas Alabama game, Amen. at least in the SEC, it may be a, it may be a great week for somebody that's um, you know betting on games. If you hit, that is that it could be a great week for you. That is true. You uh, have any offerings on the Michigan State Ohio State game? Ohio State's a, a big favorite in that one. Yeah, I mean, I said it earlier this week that I would take Michigan State to cover. Uh, earlier, it was at 19 and a half, 19 and a half points. That's a lot of points. It is. Michigan State's pass defense. 19 last. and a half? Michigan State's pass defense is last in the country. Last. Dead bottom. Yeah, C.J. Stroud is right there at the top of the Heisman Trophy. 30 touchdowns to five interceptions, over 3,000 passing yards. I, I – 19 is a big number. That's a big number, a, man. a really good team. But you see that, and, and you see how Ohio State likes to throw the ball around. Dude, 19. getting out of hand. 19, that's almost three touchdowns, man. I'm, I'm, going, I'm going Michigan State to cover. I think Ohio State is going to win. But what's scary about this is that it is at home for Ohio State, but it is a noon game. Big 10 football, baby. Yeah, I, I'm I'm not wavering. What about Oregon or Utah? That's the other top 25 matchup this weekend. Utah, Man. three-point favorites. Yeah, I'm taking Oregon. I'm taking Oregon to cover on that one. Yeah, me too. That's a big one for Oregon. That can obviously eliminate they, one of the teams in the playoffs. Uh, a lot of teams will be keeping an eye on that one. Yeah, they got to they gotta win, man. If they, if they lose this, it's over for them. All right, let's go to the phones. 865-255-03. We've got Big Orange Mac. Mac, what's up? Good morning, Jay Swizzle. Good morning, Ben Jammin. <laughs> what's up, man? <clears throat> First of all, I just want all three of the Swain girls to know that if anybody lay a finger on them, that Uncle Mac will be ready to go upside somebody's head. Just putting that out there. Man. Fellas. I'm going to need bail money. <laughs> so I'm going to be right there with you. Uh, ben, you have, you have to bail us out unless you're going to join in on with us. Oh, We're going to have to have Steph to bail us out. I'm, I'm down with the fun. I'll be in, I'll be in there with you. Man. Boy, I never have to deal with that. Fellas, uh, if you're listening out there to me, uh, if you got sons, uh, raise them right. Teach them the right thing. 
uh, teach them how to uh, treat a woman. And uh, if not, then he's going to end up uh, like that fool, Zach Stacy. Let's tra- let's get them trained up right, men. Let's right. Men, let's teach them to be men. That's right. All right. Uh, I'm, I'm done preaching this morning. Uh, <clears throat> y'all was talking about Florida a while ago, and I got to think about something while, 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 while I was waiting on hold. You know, our offense reminds me of, and I hate to use this as an example, but it reminds me of the old Steve Spurrier fun and gun back in the 90s, just throwing it all over the yard and just scoring at will, you know, quickly. Uh, and then I got to thinking, I was like, you know, uh, during the off season, they're going to be sitting around, you know, thinking how can they throttle this offense. And Jay, my question to you is, you know, if you're, I'm, 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 I want you to put your DC hat on for a minute. What would you do to stop slow down this offense next year, going into year two? That's a good question, uh, Mac. And you know, Jonathan Wade and I had this conversation because you know his initial reactions to this offense were skeptical, um, and. We're still learning about this offense. We know that during the off season, there's going to be adjustments made by other teams. To, ex- mm-hmm. to I don't. I mean, I I expect Heupel to be successful, but I don't expect him to carve up defenses like he did his first year next year. Because I expect these guys to make adjustments. Um, I don't know right now, man. I got to think about it. I really have to think about oh, it. I <clears throat> That's think about it. I would, I would, I would, I would eliminate those quick passes to the outside, quick, fast, in a hurry, um, and I would force, I would force us to have to get those three or four yards running the football. Uh, we we mm-hmm. have not ran a lot of slants, um, and so I would not be really afraid of us running slants. But I would play, I would play us real tight. Um, to minimize those quick screens because that's kind of what jump starts this this offense. You've mm-hmm. noticed we throw the ball out there really really quick and we pick up four or five yards. And that's that that helps us not only get the defensive lineman moving side to side, but we, we kind of get ahead of the chains. And I can see more teams, you know, preparing for that and trying to stop that first uh, because that's like a little 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 cut, little, little little cut, and you keep doing that over and over and over before you know it your DBs are looking over their heads because the ball's thrown over their heads. Um, so I, I think defenses will play that a little bit better. Um, mm-hmm. I think defenses will simplif- simplify things a lot more. I just anticipate adjustment being made. It sounds like you do too. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, it, I, 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 I think there are going to be some adjustments. You know, uh, Nick Saban ain't going to get embarrassed, you know, like he did. Uh, he, he, you know, he – he, he's going to do what he do. That's why he get paid millions to do it. Uh, they they going to make adjustments, though. And, I, I you know, I, I'm just wondering, you know, is, are they going to throttle it? You know, where, you know we're, we're kind of like, man, what happened? Like, you know, last year we was just scoring that wheel. Uh, you know, I don't think there's going to be what they call a sophomore slump, you know, going into year two. But uh, I think there, there there's going to be adjustments made. And, you know, I want everybody, you know, be prepared for that because, these cats don't get paid millions just to. Well, we'll see what happens. No, they, 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 they got some of these things got embarrassed. They got cooked. 
They did. Got cooked like a pot of greens, boy. That's, they did. No. They did. And they ain't going to let it happen again next year. So they'll be more <laughs> no. they'll be more prepared. It's kind of like, you know, when we saw the Wildcat. Remember we saw the Wildcat, you know, make his debut? Yep. And, and it was crushing folks. And then people adjusted to it. And you see it every yeah. once in a while. And, it, you know, it's still effective, but you don't see it as much as you did before. So, yeah, yeah there'll be some adjustments made. It, that's the thing about football. I mean, it's always evolving. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's always evolving. You know, they went from the T formation to the wishbone. Then they went to the run and shoot in the 80s. You know, then, they, you know, now we got to spread. So it's always evolving. You know, you like we mentioned before, I've mentioned before on the show, uh, you got to find that edge. This, 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 you know, this office has given us an edge that's gotten us to where we are right now. So, but anyway, gentlemen, y'all have a great day and go big on. You too, man. You know, and Hypo hasn't really used everything that he that he could possibly use. You know, this the speed of this offense, although it's fast and it's number one in the country, it, it plays per minute. And Tennessee has been right there with Ole Miss. I mean, sometimes – Ole Miss, some weeks Ole Miss is you know number one, and sometimes Tennessee is is number one. But right now Tennessee is number one at plays per minute at 2.94. Um, early in the season, there was a time when Ole Miss was was number one. So, But when Josh Heupel was at Central Florida, they were getting like 3.03 plays per minute. And Heupel has said they're, they, they tailor their offense around the personnel. So as the personnel changes – and Valus moves on, and and Javante moves on, or you bring in some other running backs, you bring in some other playmakers on the outside. How will Hypo's offense evolve? That's that's what I'm looking forward to seeing, and to see how the defense will play Hypo next year. What adjustments will be made on their end? Eight six five two hundred fifty five zero three. Let's go back to the phones, and we have Justin in Florida. Justin, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. How what, you doing? What's up? What's up? What's up? Not much. Um, yeah, I definitely think that defenses will, you know, possibly, um, you know, go back, look at more film, and make adjustments. But I also think the same will be true from our standpoint. Mm-hmm. You know, you'll give a lot of these guys, you know, a second year in the system. Mm-hmm. I mean, because it was quick, fast, in a hurry on how they implemented this thing. And when they implemented it, you essentially had uh, a three-man QB battle going on. Um, You know, two of those QBs aren't even here anymore. So, you know, we'll we'll see what happens, you know, this year with uh, Hooker in the offseason. You know, does he stay, does he go? But I think at least your wide receivers are going to have time to – you know, get even deeper into the playbook. Plus, Swain, you say all the time that we don't use a lot of the route tree. Maybe, you know, an offseason kind of gives, you know, Hypo an opportunity to expand that route tree and use more of it. So, you know, next year it could be a totally different look. Could do, be. Do you think that's po- Yeah, do you think that's possible? 100%. 100%. You know, as we, as we develop, I think your options are – Develop too if you're if you're Josh Heupel if you're Alex Golish I mean the the better at um, you know the, the better our receivers are at running certain routes you know if we get really good at running dig routes and curls and comebacks and changing directions and speeds and things like that then I think our our route tree will expand I think our playbook will expand so that's the thing to monitor yes like 
for this for these guys, they're they're learning this playbook for the first time. Now I know we're at the end of the season, and they should be more comfortable now than than ever. But they're only going to get more comfortable as we approach spring and summer, and then next year, second year in the system. So I anticipate this thing to be even faster next year. And how will the defense, you know, respond? How will they? How will they be able to make adjustments? Stop this offense. So it's on both sides. It ain't just Tennessee. Excuse me. It ain't just Tennessee's opponents adjusting. We will make. We will make adjustments too. Because our personnel is going to change, and the, and and our guys will get more comfortable with the offense too. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Hey uh, Ben, I got a question uh, actually for you. You seem to be the uh, uh, the expert stack guy on on the Swain event. Um, where like has anyone put out a list of uh, games played for different players? Uh, reason I'm asking is. You know, I'm kind of curious who's still uh, like a possibility for uh, like a red shirt uh, this season because you know these last two games is a perfect opportunity to get guys playing time, but not if it necessarily burns a shirt. I'm going to hang up and listen. You guys have a good day. Thanks, sir. Uh, I think Latrell Bumpus is a red shirt candidate. He is the first one that comes to mind. Uh, Aaron Willis. He's played at four games already. We, we had a touchdown or turnover on him Dang. early in the week about whether we would see a guy like him uh, get more playing time. He's already played four games? Already played four games. Oh, he got to sit down, man. Yep. Uh, man, if, if I'm him, and I know he tweeted patiently waiting, if I'm him, I'll patiently wait some more. I don't want to burn a red shirt just for these two games. Same for Latrell Bumpus. He's already played in four games as well. I wouldn't do it, man. Red shirt is the greatest thing in college athletics. And, yes. and when you're a freshman, you don't realize it. But if you Latrell Bumpus, you understand, respect it, understand, you know, you 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 understand how it could be a advantage for you. But if you are in the moment like Aaron Willis, you you just want to play. But you better sit back and 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 not let your pride and ego get in the way, and take this year. You gain some experience playing four games, um, man. I I think I think I would sit it on down. Uh, Walker Merrill, how many games has he played in? Uh, I'll have to. It can't be four. Look it up. I'll give you two other names. Okay. While I, I do look that up, uh, along the defensive line, Dominic Bailey has played in one game this season. Hey, let him play next the next two. The next three. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and, the next three. And Bryson Eason has only played in two. All right. Let's go. Let's go. South Alabama Vanderbilt. Bowl game. You just you just hang out and have fun. So th- those are kind of the names that are being floated around uh, this week and, and last week. And as the season wraps up as as guys who could who could redshirt and will likely redshirt. I, I – I think it would be a very poor move if if you see Aaron Willis the rest of the season and, and you don't allow him to redshirt and and I think there's a reason Latrell Bumpus hasn't played of late. I can't remember what was it Alabama the last game we saw Latrell Bumpus. I think it was because he didn't travel to Kentucky and that was the the next game and then he did not play against Georgia. So Latrell Bumpus, I. I think the plan for him to redshirt has been in the works for for quite some time now. Uh, Walker Merrill, I kn- we know he played early. Yes. Um, there's there's not any stats for Bowling Green, 
because the balls were like <laughs> overthrown everybody. But I know he played against Bowling Green. I know he played against Pittsburgh. Uh, Tennessee Tech, he had four catches for 40 yards. And he also played against Ole Miss, had a catch against Ole Miss. So I don't know if he's going to qualify for a red shirt. Unless, unless, unless he did not play at all Florida, Mizzou, South Carolina, and Georgia because he definitely played Bowling Green, Pittsburgh. He had four catches against Tennessee Tech, and he had one catch against Ole Miss. So that would be four right there. He's played in eight games, according to his bio. According to the UT Sports bio, it says played in eight games with one start. Oh, well, yeah, it's a wrap. So he he cannot play. Or he cannot redshirt, I'm sorry. I'll uh, they, they keep a stat of participation. I'll, I'll try to find that stat, and then we can come back to this conversation and, okay. and, and see what guys are available to redshirt. But the ones that I mentioned, Dominic Bailey, Bryson Eason, Latrell Bumfus, who's the other one I said? Aaron Willis. Mm-hmm. Uh, those guys are the, the names that, that first come to mind. Yeah, I, if I have a chance to redshirt, I'm taking it. I am taking it. 1,000%. Yep, I am taking it. I am not getting caught up in – my friends who are playing at other schools and they're playing early, it don't matter. It does not matter. Go talk to any old head. They'll tell you, man, I wish I would have redshirted. Or oh, I'm glad I did. That's what they'll say. Do you wish you would have redshirted? Absolutely. Absolutely. But when would you have redshirted? My freshman year. You played every year. I know. I played every game. But, like, I, I still wish I would have redshirted because I didn't really get comfortable until later in the season. There's just something about being able to learn and develop without the pressure of having to play. Like I want, I want to, I want to play fast without thinking. And I was thinking a lot as a freshman. Okay, here we go. I've I've found it. Gosh, I'm good. Maybe I am an expert. Uh, Harrison Bailey has only played in one game. He's not even here. Who cares? Oh, he's still here, just not on the football team. Yeah, he'll 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 be uh. He might be going back to Georgia. Here's an interesting one. Although he may already be a redshirt. D. Beckwith. Is D. Beckwith redshirted? He's only played in one game. I thought you said he was good. I said I was good at finding the stats. <laughs> Everything else Just because you find them, you need to, to, to tell us. D. Beckwith has already redshirted, according to his bio. Uh, Latrell Bonfus is at four games. Jimmy Calloway. Is at three. He's a candidate for a red shirt. Yeah, and a, and a transfer. He's also a candidate to transfer. Because <laughs> he, he hasn't played. He hasn't played since the drop, man. Literally has not played. Has not even traveled with the team. Yeah, he's And it, he's, it's not because of the drop why he has not traveled. No, it's not, it's not the reason why. He, he needs to learn how to handle his business in practice and away from the facility if he wants to play college football anywhere, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miles Campbell is at two games played. I, I think it's obvious that he will redshirt. Uh, unfortunately for Christian Charles, his knee injury came after four games. He's played in five games. Anderson Kobe has played in three games. Tyus Fields, I think he's a redshirt. Grant Furking is, is at four. Isaac Green, who is from Hazel Green High School, is at two games. 
Waste some more time, Ben. Kingston Harris, is he already red shirt? <laughs> Kingston Harris has only played in three games. There we go. There we go. There we go. That's, he's good. Already, That's good info. He's already red shirted. That's good info. Already, already red shirted. What else you got? Morvin Joseph, but he's gone. Jawan Mitchell. Ben, don't even no, just keep it keep it moving. Uh, R.J. Perry is at four games, but I believe he's already a red shirt. Okay. Hunter Salmon's a walk-on, so we'll keep it moving. Aubrey Solomon's only played in four games. Ben, don't waste our time this morning. You're wasting our time. Don't he, when you see a name like that, a player like that, don't even mention it out loud. Just keep it moving, Ben. <laughs> don't waste our time. William Wright has only played in two games. I just told you. I, t- I just told your ass. So really, the the only name other than the ones that we mentioned are Anderson, Kobe, and Jimmy Callaway. All right, let's go up to the phones. You hard got a uh, Foxwall. Foxwall, good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. How's it going? Good, man. How are you? Doing pretty good. You know, I was I was listening to uh, Big Orange Max call earlier, and I I just wanted to give that dude a megaphone and and let him stand on a table and talk, man. Yeah. yeah. As a girl dad, you know, you, you have a daughter, and it, I, I don't know how to explain it, and I don't think you can until you become a dad to a daughter, but you, know, you see the world differently after that. But, uh, yeah, I'm with him, man. I wish that, I wish that there was a lot more education and a lot more support for these young men to, you know, to have our daughters have <laughs> somebody good to marry as they get older, but, um, I had a question about the red shirt rule. Um, I know used to they had like a regular red shirt and they have a medical red shirt. Is that still a thing or is it just a general yes. red shirt? Yes, you can apply for a medical red shirt. And okay, actually, so yeah, like, yeah, and, 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 and it'd be different. So you can take a normal red shirt. You can also take a medical red shirt, but it has to be approved. Okay. So like Christian Charles, has he already passed that threshold for a medical red shirt? Or? You have to apply for it. It's usually it usually happens in the off season, but like he played he played in four games, so like he could he can continue to play and let's say he's a senior, right? And he wants to play a, another another year. Some guys will be like, "Hey, I don't want to play anymore. I just want to go be a pro in something else in sports, or I just want to go to the league." But if he gets to the individual ability, he can then apply for. An extra year and point to his 2021 season of where he got hurt, and then okay, he'll be he'll be um, approved or not. Okay. The other point I had was um, you were talking about adjustments, and next year teams are going to make adjustments. One thing that I really liked about I think it was an interview Heupel did the other day, and he was talking about how he tailors his system to his players. And you hear that thrown around a lot, but I mean that is pretty much what you want to see in a coach or, or a teacher or even a parent. You know, you got different kids. You want to individualize those children to pull the best out of that child or that person. Um, that's just something I was remembering back to Butch whenever he said he had an infallible system. And when he said that, he lost me. <laughs> I was like, "There's nothing perfect." Nope. On this planet, nothing infallible, nobody, no system, no nothing. Nobody's perfect. 
Um, but it's the good ones, the successful people are the ones that learn to adapt. They grow, they're resourceful, they change, they're humble, they're willing to grow and move forward. And I, every time I hear the guy talk, man, I'm just, I'm impressed. Like, I don't feel anxious or, or nervous about the future of the program. I, I mean, I, I think that he's going to turn out to be a pretty good head coach, and he's shown it so far, in my opinion. Uh, 100%. Uh, guys, I'm, I'm going to get off here, and uh, I'm going to talk to you again before Thanksgiving. I hope you all have a wonderful Thanksgiving. I enjoy all that food, and uh, you all have an awesome weekend, man. You too, man. You too. Thank you for the phone call. I think he hit the nail on the head, though, about Big Orange Mac giving him a megaphone. I, I want to put him in Times Square. Put him in Times Square and just 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 speak the good the good the good word about you know raising these men the right way. Put him put him right there at the Vol Walk, right to the Vol Walk, going around t- talking about these young men having a responsibility to do things the right way. And, and being leaders in a household. Absolutely, man. I'm with that. All right, let's go back to the phones. Expert. Stat guy, Ben McKee, who we got? You don't know how to read your text messages? J- Gator Hater. There you go. Gator Hater, good morning. You better put some respect on that name. No, I will, man. Gator had a good morning. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Hey, um, I just wanted to um, say I really enjoyed that last caller, man. He's an excellent point. Um, one thing I thought throughout the season, you know, cream rise to the top. And uh, looking at the guys that parted, the guys that left, I know a lot of them it just wasn't a good fit, but some of them as well. I think that they were challenged, and when they were challenged, uh, they had not been challenged before. They were extremely good athletes and and whatnot, and they had taken off. They said, "Hey, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna deal with this pressure." And so the ones that did stick around, you know, I give them a lot of credit um, and whatnot. Um, hey, one, what I wanted to call about today, something I've been uh, waiting for another caller, caller to ask. They haven't called and and asked this yet, so I was uh, going to ask you guys. This is more, I guess, for Ben. Um, the players that we have. There's a lot of them. There's there's a lot of confusion. You know, of course, there's guys that play flat out four years. Then we got the COVID year. Then we got red shirt. Then we got medical red shirt. Of the starters we have on the roster right now, what players do you look at? Would you say are leaving and uh, versus that are that are coming back? Um, oh, come on, Gator Hater. Come on, Gator Hater. Why are you doing this like that, man? Why would you put the put us in that? Situation, Gator Hater. I thought we was friends, man. I put respect on your name and everything. Why would he do us like that, Ben? You want us to... I don't think Kate Mays will be here next year. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't think Velas is going to be here. I don't think Alante Taylor or Javante Payton will be here next year. You want us to speculate about people leaving? Come on, Gator Hater. That is a that is a setup for a blow up right there, and you know it. We'll make Ben do it after we come back from break. Sweet event, fueled by that and barbecue. 